Hey everybody, welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. How are you all doing today? I hope you all survived Halloween. I hope you're everyone safe and healthy and doing good out there. Uh, today's episode is about the Two Towers. Yes, we are talking about Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Alex is back on the show again, and everything pretty much goes south. We uh, get derailed real quick once he starts changing his Skype backgrounds. And then later on, we just completely change topics towards the end, so... <laughs> Um, honestly, it's fun though. And, you know, something that I'll say in the show itself is honestly like this trilogy is really hard to talk about for me because there's nothing wrong with it. And we like to analyze movies and see what we can find wrong. Uh, just watch the trilogy if you've never seen it, because it's about as close as a masterpiece as you're going to get, I think when it comes to trilogies, but uh, we will be recording Return of the King. Of course, we are excited to talk about that. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Pokemon cards, magic, we're going to talk about Todd Howard, the casting couch, and a lot more. But be sure to email us if you have any questions, concerns, feedback, uh, opinions, anything you want to add on to a topic we already discussed. Uh, the email is itjustworkspod at gmail.com. Once again, it is itjustworkspod at gmail.com. Be sure to hit us up on there, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, also, Forever Grips is sponsoring the show. Forever Grips accessories makes uh, thumbstick accessories if you know for different textures and comfort for your fingers. Also, controller uh, you know covers if you want to change the color of your controller or some cool designs instead of buying a new controller outright, you can pretty much save yourself like fifty to sixty bucks just buying one of their covers. I did recently actually test their thumbstick covers, and I'm pretty impressed. I definitely understand why people like them. They do provide a different texture and more comfortability. Um, so please go check them out. You can use the code ITJUSTWORKSPOD in all caps to get 15% off your first purchase. So please do that at the checkout. And thank you, Forever Grips, for sponsoring the show. And uh, that's enough talking for me. So let's cue that intro. Oh, did you watch The Mandalorian? Yes. Did you want to talk about that too and just knock it out of the way? <laughs> sure. This is the way. <laughs> what? Your fucking face today, dude. I, <laughs> I don't know why. All your, all your fucking smirks right now, you know who you look like? Um, Wallace and Grummet, the, uh, the uh, claymation characters remember those characters there's the dog and the white guy the bald white guy or something mm. like chicken run yes. was a part of their universe yes you look like yeah. the main character you're like okay what is that it's the one ring to rule them all why are you not wearing it oh is that actually like a lord of the rings ring yeah oh that's pretty fucking cool man Oh, Rambo. Dude, speaking of Rambo, Precious. he looks dope as fuck in Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah? Do you even care anymore? Or? No, I didn't get Ermac. It's a crying shame. Star Wars. <laughs> I can't do it right now. Holy shit. 
I'm uh, sorry, dude. You better be sorry. Well, I, can I just, like, mute all of these sounds that are on my fucking computer? Because I keep hearing it. Anywho, whatever, I don't care. Uh, okay, so we're just going to go ahead and get this going. Alex, thank you again for being on the show today. We are going to, before we jump into the Two Towers Extended Edition, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1 real quick. And Alex, how amazed were you from this episode? Because I'm telling you right now, I fucking lost my shit. I liked it a lot. I like that they're doing the Tusken Raiders so much justice. Because I forgot uh, in the first season that he knows how to talk to them. And it's really cool to see him <clears throat> communicate with them and just kind of, you know, figure things out. You know, obviously make a plan to kill the crate Dragon. Uh, I guess I should have said spoilers before we started talking because obviously I'm going to talk. I was going to say. <clears throat> I'll, put spoiler spoiler alert. I'll put spoilers in the uh, the actual title of the show the episode anyways what are your thoughts on it just uh you know was it it's what you expected or was it just kind of pretty different because for me it was pretty different it was it was good i like seeing boba fett's armor again it was pretty cool and then timothy olfin's character you know Cobb vanth uh at first i thought he looked super awkward physically wearing the armor uh-huh. but then in some shots i'm like damn dude that armor looks super badass and then him actually using the rockets and stuff, you know, with the antenna, actually scanning a target. It's pretty sweet. Where did he get the rockets, though? I mean, I get, like, he had that first one, but where the fuck did he get the second one? It's kind of one of those things where you just don't ask because we have to further the plot. Maybe Ray gave it to him. Oh, God. Baby Ray. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a really good episode. Obviously, the ending has Boba Fett in it, so that was super badass as well i'm hoping they just kind of continue that immediately in the next episode i'm pretty sure they will but i'm i'm curious to see how it plays out though because you know technically mando has to give boba fett his armor back like i i don't i don't see why they would hate each other you know like i feel like they'd be really cool uh you know get they'd get along well maybe even boba fett can go help them i don't know i really don't know what the plan is for these characters and there's no like preview for episode two, so it's just all guessing at this point. Well, did Boba really train as a Mandalorian? But no one would know if he really wasn't. He knows that everyone could just know that he's Jango Fett's son. It's not like I mean the thing is too, because uh, my coworker said the same thing, right? But the thing is, you know, everyone in Mandalore took their helmets off before. <laughs> Before the Mandalorian existed, there wasn't, you couldn't take your helmet off. Like, they just made it a thing out of nowhere in the Mandalorian. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. They just made it a thing out of nowhere. Maybe they're like a like a hardcore group. They're like, yeah, we ain't gonna fucking take off our helmets. Not even to wash our hair. So yeah, I mean. like BO and shit. Damn, dude. Maybe they are. I mean, it makes sense. You know, they want to maintain their secrecy and their sense. You know? And they all live in like sewers, so they like just reek. That's why nobody likes Mandalorians. Right. Besides their best car armor. Yeah, I just thought the intro to the episode was super cool. You know, Baby Yoda just looks fucking adorable all the time. You can't help it. You hate it, huh? You hate them. Yeah. Because they're just, just marketing him so well. Oh my god. Just... <laughs> I hate Yoda. 
It's like the cutest mm. little... <laughs> mm. <laughs> little baby we have here. Mm. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, you know, it could be worse. How do you change your background, too? That Morrowind background super cool. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to talk about it real quick. You know, it's. I just thought it was a really good episode. Definitely something different. Uh, I guess that's pretty much it, though, when it comes to talking about it. I just really enjoyed the episode. I'm excited to see what else they do with the season. Uh, to me, it really seems like they're going down the Iron Man Avengers route for Star Wars. They're trying to just bring in all these characters into the show and then and then uh, have them get their own movies or uh, you know their own shows as well. So we'll see. What is that face? Can't wait for them to find Luke again. Yeah, you think he's going to be in it? Yeah, I don't know. He's on the island. He's not already there yet. <laughs> he hasn't even trained Ben Solo yet when this show's happening. Ben Solo might Probably. not even be alive yet. Well, no, he's alive. But Well, he's probably on the island still. Okay. He's hanging out, drinking that green tit milk and playing with Porg every night. <laughs> Porg. Porgy. Oh, that stupid little penguin bird thing anyways all right so that's enough with the mandalorian it's great alex did you enjoy the episode overall or do you have any issues with it that's good all right well issues with uh, star wars anymore after that last trilogy we're so broken after recording and rewatching these films that uh honestly you really can't get much worse all right so <laughs> we're gonna talk about the lord of the rings two towers extended edition i finished it at four in the morning this morning it was great uh, I just, these movies are too long. They're hard for me to like sit down and just watch all at once. What a, did you watch it all through at once? Yeah. Oh, what a brave soul. But it's also been five years since you've seen it. I just watched it earlier in the year and I'm like, oh, this is like kind of a lot to sit down and commit to. Uh, I was going to watch it again, mm. like past few days, but time is not a valuable friend for me. No, it's not. Neither is that notification sound, so sorry if anyone hears that in the audio. Yeah, I don't know. I, I even have my notifications turned off. I fucking hate computers. Uh, can we just do everything on the phone from now on? That'd be great. Anywho. No? <clears throat> no? Not ready for that yet? Uh, I put I literally put in my notes, <clears throat> the opening scene is so badass. I forgot in the time that I haven't watched it this year, that they continued that whole Balrog Gandalf moment. And God damn, if it isn't just awesome, <laughs> it's so legit. I love it so much. And it's a great way to start the film. It's pretty good. Yes. He almost <laughs> fought him for a week. Yeah. What is that all about? I went and so I paused the movie. I'm like, what is going on here? So I went and like looked up the whole story of him fighting the Balrog. I'm like, this wouldn't this dude be tired by now? Like, or the Balrog be tired? What's going on here? Yeah, they fought from the depths of Moria, like the depths, depths, all the way up to the fucking mountain. Like Gandalf's a thug. He's kind of a badass. Yeah. And I was like looking into it. That Balrog has like a regular generic ass name. I forgot to write down his name, but he's from a certain order of you know enemies. You know he's from a group, and he actually fled to the mountains of Moria. So he's kind of a pussy when you think about it. He just looks really cool. <laughs> he wanted to be the last one of his order, and so he fled to the mountains of Moria and hid there. 
uh once again lord of the rings lore is kind of insane if you look it up you never know what you're gonna find uh yeah so i went i just put when gandalf and the balrog are about to hit the water though it's badass so they show so they show him in almost entirely right i just realized that they show him falling and that scene where it cuts to them the light you know basically illuminating the cave as they're about to hit the water looked so fucking sick oh my god is that and them fighting on top of the mountain yeah freaking gandalf using the lightning it's like dude how was this movie made back then just so it looks so well so i put it you know i put on the tv in the living room and it's a 4k tv and with amazon prime the ones i bought you can watch them in four you can stream them in 4k and dude this movie looks better than some of the movies that you know came out this year (laughs) oh the the amount of detail is still just mind-blowing to me even though we already talked about it in the uh first film um yeah i think it looks i think it looks so good because uh they didn't use like a lot of green screen in the movie you know a lot of it is like props and setups so when you get that point it looks not too far-fetched yeah i agree um yeah no it it doesn't it you know it's more believable than anything uh you know a lot of movies like as you said when we were talking about the fellowship of the ring they focus on cgi a lot these days and uh oh it's a six studio apartment you got there alex is changing his backgrounds right now uh he's traveling to new locations now he's in morrowind everybody pretty intense uh yeah so you know once again the rolling shots they do uh, is one of the things you touched on with the uh, fellowship is that you know Peter Jackson would get in a helicopter and literally just film them flying around and like just to see it continuously in this film, uh, it's crazy to not just be in such awe of what's going on. It's pretty incredible. Uh, so I couldn't find anything necessarily, but is there anything you didn't? care about in this film or something that you would have changed and by change that doesn't mean it's a bad thing it just you would have liked it to play out a different way uh one of the things real quick before you answer i'm sorry because it just came to me in the first episode we talk about or you talk about you know showing the time it took to actually get to these destinations the time that they've traveled right I think in Two Towers, it's even worse. <laughs> like, like I want to know the time that's elapsed because there there seems to be massive time jumps here. Like, massive. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just think it would have been so cool to just add that little bit of, oh, it's fucking three months later. Or Aragorn's been passed out in the river for, like, fucking three days. And then a horse comes and fucking sniff fucks him. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I forgot the horse's name. Right. Bra- Brago. Brago. <laughs> Hold on, dude. I gotta get a picture of this. That's like the funniest fucking shit. Alex, everybody just made his background the casting couch background. <laughs> and it's pretty solid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think like they could have added the time it elapsed uh, in the film. I think that would have been pretty great. But is there anything you would have changed or added? Uh, same thing. Uh, it's very uh i don't know you gotta like actually watch the movie a lot to understand that there's three uh 
timelines going on right now because you got Merry and Pippin. You got uh, sorry, I got a better picture than this one, but uh, Merry and Pippin, Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas, and Frodo, Sam, and uh, Smeagol mm-hmm. going on. So it would be nice to know how far they're going along the journey. Yeah, like especially when they're chasing, uh, as you just said, Merry and Pippin. When they're chasing the hobbits, you know, they're following the Urukai and Orcs. Like, they could have just... That would have been cool to get a timeline on that. Uh, what did I put? So, I put, like, bullet points, essentially. Mm-hmm. At one point, I put Gimli is funny. And is that Todd Howard on the casting couch? <laughs> oh, my God. That is the most it-just-works thing I've seen all day. This is awesome. Uh, man, I wish we recorded these videos. Actually, I could technically post the video. Or our audio is pretty good in these now. Oh my god. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> Todd, Howard. Todd Howard is on the casting couch, everybody. Uh, if you don't know who Todd Howard is, he's basically the guy who runs Bethesda. He's the art lord and savior who brought us Skyrim ten times, Oblivion a couple, and Morrowind. God, feet. Howard. He's God. Yeah, and he's currently making Morrowind Scrolls, Oblivion, Skyrim 0.5, version 6. So, uh, we salute to him. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Two Towers is great. Uh, Helm's Deep, by the way, is the fucking city that I couldn't, like, or the the part that I was talking about from Fellowship that we couldn't, (laughs) that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't name. You forgot, and Jared's like, you fucking, Jared... By the way, shout out to Jarrett, you stupid bitch. He was listening to the episode yesterday, and he's texting me. He's like, it's fucking Gondor, bro. It's fucking Gondor. How do you not know that? I'm like, nah, dude. Like, the fucking little oval, you know, city there. Yeah, Elm Steep. Yeah, yeah, I just I couldn't remember it, it dude. And that's, which is kind of weird, because it's got, like, such a unique, like, name to it. <laughs> like, it's something that you're supposed to remember, I guess. I feel like mine is twitching out way more than yours. But, you know, whatever. It's all good. It it just works. Oh, whoa. When you do that with your hands, it comes out a little bit more. Uh, I think uh, when Gandalf calls Shadowfax the Lord of all horses, I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. It just reminded me of like um, some moment in Elder Scrolls that I'm drawing a blank on. I don't know. It's always cool when like... Shadow me? No, but it's like a a divine moment where like this is the lord of all this species or something like that i don't know i kind of like that in like fantasy storytelling where they're like oh shit like damn it's kind of a big deal there's something in elder scrolls like that too and i'm really drawing a blank on it but i guess it'd be alduin i guess that's the only thing i can really think of alduin <clears throat> yeah we're just gonna turn this into a skyrim cast or what uh so the problem with watching these movies over again is I watched a lot of YouTube poops of uh, <laughs> these of the Lord of the Rings series. So like Gandalf doing the whistle, uh, there's a YouTube poop of him doing uh, the Legend of Zelda one. <laughs> I've never seen that. I should probably link a YouTube poop in the description of the episode so people can figure out what we're talking about. Because yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking about. Uh, the opening to Return of the King is everybody going to Isengard and Merry and Pippin are sitting there eating the food. <laughs> and, yeah. And the YouTube poop. I mean, that's... 
like this uh, when they're smoking the pipe and he's like in awe. Um, man, I hope Hobbits. I hope Hobbits. I hope someone that listens to this before they see what I link in the description has watched YouTube poop. Because that stuff is game changing. It makes Lord of the Rings even better somehow. And sad. All, all at once. Uh, yeah, did you have anything you wanted to add? Oh! Oh, shit! I got two things. That they're not complaints, but they're kind of weird in my mind. So when they have the funeral for King Theoden's son, I thought it... I literally put... The funeral uh, King Theoden has for his son is, you know, it's cool, it's nice, it's traditional, right? But I put, Theodris. Yeah, for Theodris. Theodrid. Yeah. It's Theodrid. Yeah. But I put, but why the fuck are the guys a part of the funeral family? Like, they're walking with the king to, to bury his son. Like, they just got there. Like, why is Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli all walking behind the king? Like, you don't know his son. You probably don't even know what he looks like. Because they I, saved his life. I understand that, Alex. Let me have this, okay? Okay? Okay. Nitpick. Okay. All right. But, I mean, Ar- Aragorn's technically the king of Gondor, so... But we're not there yet, you know? Not everyone knows that, even though King Theoden knows that. Uh, but there is something great. So at the end of that scene, there's a horrible cut. So Eowyn is singing, and then out of nowhere... It cuts to King Theoden looking at a flower. Like, she literally sings, like, a verse. And it sounds like she's not meant to be done. The scene's not meant to cut. And then it cuts to a flower. Like, it cuts to the door of his grave. And then King Theoden, like, holds up a white flower. And then him and Gandalf talk. It's a really bad cut. I'm surprised they left that in a film. And, I mean, that happens in every film, too. Like, when you watch uh, movies on Amazon Prime or even TV shows, they... uh, they kind of show you where the production team messed up. Like they'll tell, like I guess there's a part at the end in the marsh after they leave. Uh, not Gondor. Where are they where are they at with Faramir at the end? Oaskilleth or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Well, I guess if you pay attention, at one point, uh, golems, like golems, uh, feet. And hands are like in the ground, like you. They, they, they were animated inside the ground, so it looks like he's walking on stumps. Mm. But I, I missed it. There's just a lot of things like that that every movie has, though. Like I guess when they're showing the inside of Helm's Deep, and extra hits a stalactite and it wobbles. <clears throat> <clears throat> Obviously, mm. a stalactite is not supposed to wobble, but I I didn't see that kind of stuff, I'm, and I'm definitely not going to nitpick them on that. I'm just saying that the cut is horrible. At that funeral scene, and I, I, I almost had a stroke once I saw it because I just, I was like, "What?" <laughs> then Aragorn, Vito breaks his foot when he's kicking the helmet. What? When they, when they roll up on the, uh, all the orcs and Urukai, the riders of Rohan, killed, and they were burning. Uh-huh. They were checking for uh, Merry and Pippin. Uh. When Aragorn walks up and kicks the helmet, he actually broke his like toe. Jesus, doing that. Yeah, what an idiot. That was, that was the actual take. They didn't even. They well, yeah. I guess they, well, you might as well keep it right for authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen's like, yeah, that's fine. He's a badass. He don't care. That's crazy though. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And then I put, 
Potatoes. Boil them, smash them, put them in stew. <laughs> Boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. Yeah. I need oh, this thing could use a couple taters. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. Jesus. Uh, I just play Andy Circus is also pretty freaking amazing as Golem. Uh, he does such a good job. Uh, the motion capture for this movie kind of changed everything, really. This was like the first movie to actually have uh, motion capture the way that they did it. And it pretty much changed the entire industry till this day. Uh, so hats off to Andy Circus for that. That's pretty sweet. Uh, but Treebeard is awesome. But honestly, I really do believe that, though. Like, I think the whole idea of the Ents is super cool. And then even when uh, Gandalf is talking about it, that we're going to see like a a thing a thing happen that hasn't happened since the Elders or the First Age. He says something like that. And then, of course, it's the Ents just obliterating Isengard. <laughs> so. Yeah, the Ents lost their bitches, too. So they're probably like full of uh, hot testosterone. Uh, I can't release it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish that everyone could see your face as you said that. Like it was such a stretch. <laughs> they're on like roid rage. Yeah, they're all roided out. Oh fuck you, Saruman. They got a long hard branch. Oh my god, dude. Uh, Jesus. This thing isn't getting monetized. <laughs> just kidding, it's not going on YouTube. Although it might, I don't know. Our videos are pretty good. Uh it just works. Um, Todd Howard. I, I just see your background and it's just <laughs> I feel like Todd Howard's like staring into my soul. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh my god. That's a solid one. You can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, oh what up, Todd? What are you in his lap? Oh hey Dada. Hey Dada. <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh, oh oh shit. Okay, well Alex is over here fucking around with the Todd Howard <laughs> memes. Uh, I wish you guys could see this. It's pretty funny. So, is there anything else you'd like to add to the two towers? No, not really. There's nothing wrong with these movies. Just go watch it. It's really good. I couldn't agree with you more, man. Like I, I mean. I was just taking notes essentially on just moments I really liked, but there's nothing to not like about this movie. Like even with Faramir, you know, being a dick at first, like his resolve is understandable because his dad's such a cunt and his brother died and his brother died and Gondor really doesn't have that much soldiers. So, you know, he's just, you know, obviously worried about losing their borders to the armies of Sauron. Uh, yeah, I just, Arwen, you know, when she does her weird telepathic elf shit with Aragorn's still cool. Eowyn's kind of hot. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Lord of the Rings. Who's Aragorn going to pick between a hot elf bitch or a hot human bitch? Find out on the next episode. Oh, Dragon Ball Z! Oh. Yeah. That too. Oh, what are you doing? Oh my god. I, you know, isn't it kind of, like, fucked up how he doesn't just straight up tell Eowyn, like, hey, you know, like, I got a bitch back home in Rivendell? Like, isn't it kind of, oh, my God, he's petting Todd Howard now. Uh, isn't that no, kind of, what? No. Just, but they're not going to hook up or anything, so it's just, like, just stop. No, that's not Lord of the Rings, the tale of two simps. Jesus. 
<laughs> the tale of one Chad Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> the fellowship of Chad, the Aragorn story. Fellowship of the Cockring. Oh my god, dude. This is definitely not going to be a good episode for kids to listen to. Not that I, I, have, I mean, it's not meant to be my audience anyways, but you know, definitely not now. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Since we're derailed so much, I I like this podcast. I like it. Uh, I mean, what's going on with Pokemon cards? <laughs> oh, all right, everyone. So I guess we're going to talk about Pokemon cards. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, real quick, just two towers. Just watch the fucking film. It's a solid film. There's nothing wrong with it. Besides the one funeral cut, it's pretty fucking amazing. It's almost a goddamn masterpiece. Just watch it. That's it for the two towers. Now, Pokemon cards. Are you wondering why there's booster boxes selling for $375,000? Is that what you're asking me? I didn't know that much, but... Well, that yeah. guy got scammed. There's a fake one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of COVID, uh, apparently everyone just sat at home and realized... Well, Pokemon, if you didn't know, which I'm sure you know, I've said it before, it is the highest selling most popular franchise ip in the entire world like it beat disney it beat lord of the rings beat star wars everything we like it's beaten all of it so for whatever reason pokemon cards are what everyone wants during covid so um a charizard that i sold to my local card shop i got like 600 dollars for if i had that as i'm sitting here with you right now I think it's worth honestly between three to eight thousand dollars. Jesus. Yeah, the market completely blew up. Everyone just decided they wanted Pokemon cards. The vintage cards are always sought out for. You know, they they're always something that people want. I mean, same thing with magic. You know, some collectors really just cherish the old stuff, even though I think magic's done a lot more reprints of older cards than Pokemon. Actually, by a, yes. long, by a long shot. They have, but uh, most of the old cards still retain their value. Since this podcast derailed, it's derailed because you've been changing your fucking backgrounds, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's Todd Howard Hulk Shrek. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, so what have you seen that like made you want to ask that question, though? Oh, I just saw you're like, Instagram posts that you could have made like $15,000 or whatever. I was like, damn. I was going to ask you about it, but I forgot. Okay, yeah. So this one. Oh. That Charizard? Uh huh. I sold for 600 bucks. It's on eBay right now for 2600 Jesus. Yeah, so my entire collection that I sold, I want to say for 5000 and I think that's mm-hmm. a tad bit of a stretch, but not that far off. I could have got 15 to 24 right now based off current prices. I think there's kind of a scam, though. I, I, or, um, I think people are purposely inflating the market. It doesn't make sense to me why anyone would want to pay $2,600 for a card that, I just, that you could have paid like $600 for or $800 last year. Um, damn, dude. Todd Howard's even killing Goku. These are some sick Todd Howard memes you're finding. Where's your meme source? Dude, it's been yeah. like... You, you've, Google oh. images. Oh, that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the Pokemon market, though. It's it's pretty damn bad, dude. 
And I seriously think a lot of these big YouTubers or uh, guys with a lot of money into uh, the cards that, you know, kind of publicize it, though. There's a lot of, there's a couple, um, there's still a couple uh, pages that follow me since I used to be a Pokemon page. Uh, you know, a couple of the guys on there, they have, like, extremely expensive con uh, collections, but they've had that for, like, five years. Like, there's a couple guys, I mean, I won't name them out, but if they listen to this, they'll know who they are. They've they've been legitimate from what I can tell the entire time, and I think that there's a lot of people that actually aren't on YouTube. Uh, you know, Logan Paul getting into it doesn't really help the situation. You know, he's been dropping, like, 300K and shit. Oh yeah, Logan Paul. Yeah, check so, out that Japanese video. Yeah, let's go fucking check out dead bodies in the Japanese forest. You fucking idiot. Do side forest. Yep. Oh, and he's changed since then. Okay, I think I don't know. We'll see. He seems like an okay guy. Just making make, making mistakes when you're younger, just like the rest of us. I just don't film dead bodies. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, dude, I just drew a serious blank. My God. Oh, so yeah, before COVID, a Pokemon base set booster box was between like fifty and like $80,000, which, you know, it's actually not that bad of a price because if you were to get it, you're almost guaranteed to pull the Charizard. And then if it grades the PSA 10, it's a $50,000 card. <laughs> yeah, dude, that fool looks so much younger in that picture. Jesus, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He made a yeah. very stupid mistake. But so imagine a booster box going from, let's just say, eighty thousand dollars to now three hundred fifty thousand dollars, three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. That's pretty fucking suspicious, if you ask me. It doesn't make any sense. Sounds like Pokemon's trying to get rid of all their cards. But these bank. are well these are vintage cards too though. Like Pokemon's not printing these anymore. I mean these are like twenty year old booster boxes. However, the other thing that makes me think something weird's going on is the Pokemon company keeps printing Charizards. Like the next major set coming out that like is kind of like a chase set, it has a shiny Gigantamax Charizard, which is his new like gi giant form for the new Pokemon games. It's a fucking shiny version. Like, why does he need that? They, they are, they honestly, they keep making Charizards because they know they sell. But it's kind of fun. Well, yeah, because they got fans like you who love Charizard. Yeah, but I ain't buying that shit. Fuck them. But yeah, there is fans like me out there, and hey, I'm gonna clip that part. I don't, I don't have any cards. I could show you. I don't have shit anymore. I sold it all. Oh wow. Yeah, dude. I literally have. I bet you have one Charizard card there. Yeah, it's sitting right here. I'm looking at it. My original base. Yeah, okay, you, okay, you said uh, you didn't have any Charizard cards. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I still have a few. I'm just saying I'm Myth not. Busted. Yeah, I'm not buying them anymore because <laughs> I think it's such a worthless hobby and. You know, when people are fucking the market up and boxes of cards that shouldn't be expensive are expensive, it's dumb. And it's literally gambling as it is when you open a pack. If you're really smart and you have the money and you can take the hit, you're better off buying the card outright the second it comes out. Or like mm -hmm. right now. So a shiny Charizard, 
It came out about a month ago. When it came out, it was a thousand to two thousand dollars out of the pack, raw, ungraded, like all hype, right? And right now, I can buy it on eBay for about six hundred bucks, which is still stupid. Like I'm not saying that's a good price, but if you have to have it, it makes more sense to buy the cards outright than than even open packs. Like packs are, like I think I'd rather play the lottery than open Pokemon packs. To be honest with you, that's where I'm at with it. Damn, I need to check my Magic cards. Oh yeah, you probably have the market for Magic. I'm sure is blown up too. I mean, you got a Black Lotus hanging around somewhere. I know so. Oh, no, I don't got a Black Lotus. That'd be crazy if you did, though. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That card's so stupid. It doesn't even make sense for why it's that expensive, but whatever. Um, You might have some Magic cards that are worth quite a bit of money, and you don't even realize it. And if you're not playing with them, just fucking sell them. Because right now, because of COVID, everything went up in price, and it's all going to drop eventually. So you might as well get on the fucking game while you're on it, while you have it. Right. But that's pretty much the situation with Pokemon cards. Um, I think it's actually pretty sad, to be honest with you, because these are meant for kids. Not saying adults can't enjoy them, too. But I couldn't imagine being a kid and saying, hey, mom, dad, can I buy this pack? And then, like, like I've been going to Target lately because I've been trying to, like, collect the stupid Halo figures. But I, when I pass by the cards, I always just take a look, a quick glance, and the shelves are completely empty all the time. Because people are buying them so much to resell them. And it's kind of... I think it's extremely sad. Like, how are kids supposed to get into it, even have fun? I don't know. I think it's pretty fucked up, to be honest with you. Uh, that's 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 good that they're not buying into that uh, dopamine-infected booster boxes. Well, that's Cause... the thing, too, is like it kind of trips me out that, like... Those type of mystery packs, you know, opening something up like that hasn't been, like, ruled gambling. Because that's exactly what it is. Like, if you go watch a YouTube channel, you can watch them open up, like, a few packs. None of those cards they open are worth anything besides the potential hyper-rare, ultra-rare card. And, like, I think that's so fucking stupid. Like, why even make cards like that anymore? Unless you're, you know, competitive. And that is the one thing right. I will give Pokemon. There's a lot of rogue decks out there or a lot of decks that are actually cheap to make and they're fucking amazing. But that's different. I'm pretty sure it's the same with Magic and other card games too. When The competitive side of it still makes more sense. But I'm just saying as a collecting aspect, uh, it's pretty, pretty messed up how worthless it is. Yeah. Like, me and Brandon dropped a pretty decent amount of money when that last set came out a month ago that I was telling you about with this shiny Charizard. And I got lucky. I got lucky. I actually broke even. And then I went and sold those cards the same day to make sure I got my money back. But Brandon lost, like, yikes. Yeah. That's why I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> for I'm not going to talk about Brandon's loss on here. He can talk about that himself when he does the TCG episode that we're going to do. But uh, oof. Oof. pretty bad stuff, man. Yeah, I just posted about it because uh, I like watching people open packs still. Like, it's still fun. Uh, uh-huh. It actually still does give me that hype when they pull out pack or pull out something cool. It is fun to watch, but I like doing it too because that means that I won't spend my own money. I just stay away from it. Right. You know. That's why I like uh, Magic doing the 
actual video game. Well, that's the thing too, though. If like that uh, Pokemon does have a TCG online that mm-hmm. is very well made, every booster pack you buy in real life is a booster pack you get online. So there's a lot of balance there. I will give them that. But the problem is they're fucking stupid, and you can't play it on your phone. You can't play it on the Switch. It's just on the computer. Mm. I would much rather like to play that on my phone or computer than, or I'm sorry, uh, Switch than my computer. And they have no plans to ever bring it to mobile. Open it up. Yeah. Which is so dumb to me because I actually really do like it playing online. It's so much fun. And you can trade like old packs because I have like a bunch of old packs stored on there for like new stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, if I really had to have it, you can go on eBay right now and buy that shiny Charizard if you had to have it for a deck for like five bucks for the digital version, which is still kind of cool. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just fucking stupid how like people are out there just to make money and then like kids can't even enjoy it. I've, I think that's literally the only thing that bothers me. Like I get it. You know, if you can make $50,000 over something that was $10,000 yesterday. Sure. Why not? Who wouldn't do that? That's stupid. If you don't do that. Oh, it's it, like scalpers too. Like, well, well, yeah. Well, I think scalpers are the scum of the earth. So like uh like with those halo toys at target you know yeah i can't find them anywhere and then they're online for like 40 bucks and it's fucking stupid i had to succumb to it the brute captain he's just like a red figure it's basically craig from the trailer you can even take his helmet off too (laughs) Um, looks like craig (laughs) yeah it looks like craig um i paid 20 bucks for it i literally paid an extra 10 bucks just to get it because i wanted it that bad but i'm actually trying to you know, collect them all. So, you know, it's stupid, dude. Hobbies are dumb. Hobbies are fucking stupid. Physical hobbies, I guess. I don't know. I mean, don't people do the same shit with like guns and stuff too? Or, you know, like they'll maybe resell a, an optic for like way more than it needs to be or something new, I guess. It could be anything really. There's some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's just people out there that take advantage of sales going on. Same with ammo. Yeah. Uh, can't really do it with guns unless you're a licensed vendor. That's uh, well, at least up here. Right. My girlfriend got me this sticker for my hydro flask, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks awesome in the photo. Uh, wow, this episode definitely just you know. Is there any anything else you want to talk about, Alex? Since you know, there's definitely not any one topic right now that I. No. All right. No. I'm just gonna fuck myself. Um. Yeah, man. That's it. So I appreciate you being on the episode today. Uh, you are more than welcome to derail the episode if you want to talk about something else. I don't give a shit. It doesn't have to be just one thing. But yeah, that's Pokemon in a nutshell. Uh, if anyone's listening, probably just stay away unless you're filthy rich. Uh, it's not worth it for you after that. That's all I could say. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. My whatever fell earlier. I don't know if you heard that, but it was actually the power to my laptop. So, oh, yeah, you know how laptops are—they uh, die immediately if they're not plugged in for whatever reason, which is yeah. kind of bizarre to me. How have we not, in 2020, made laptops that can actually survive without being continuously plugged in? I'm really confused on that. Well, you got a gamer laptop. I did. Yeah, you got you got a gamer laptop. It's a gamer a certain way. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Well, hey, uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, take off here? Uh, nope. We just talked about the middle Lord of the Rings trilogy movie, like it's a a middle child. Pretty lost much. over it and talked about another subject. Damn! <laughs> Shout out to Eric, the casual gamer. He's the middle child in our family. Who? <laughs> Eric? <laughs> Who? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> good job, Ryan. Just hey, love you, love uh, Eric. Damn, dude, Alex really just threw Eric under the bus like that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this is the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you guys for listening, Alex. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm excited to do Return of the King. Maybe we'll take more notes and not derail it right away. But honestly, as we said earlier, joking aside, these movies are pretty much masterpieces. Just watch them. They're good. There's nothing. I mean, well, we might find a terrible cut to bitch about in Return of the King. Who knows? Um, actually, I already can think of a couple of things I can talk about. So we'll see. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today. I'll talk to you guys next week. And that's going to be it. Bye.